Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Lonnie Love is a successful comedian, author, and television host. She spends her weeks jet-setting from one location to the next while prepping for upcoming red carpets in her free time. While this glamorous life is exhilarating, all of the traveling and events make it easy for some things to fall through the cracks. For Love, that something was a healthy diet, especially during her early days in comedy. You sleep during the day and you work at night. So usually at night, after you worked, you want to eat, but there's nothing to eat because everything's closed. So you eat the club food, which the club food is like what we call bar food, which is a bunch of fried foods, processed, very few vegetables and fruits. When chicken fingers and fries are your only option at 2 a.m. after a long night of work, it's often just easier to eat what's in front of you and promise to get back on track when you get home. But when the comedian lifestyle means a majority of days spent on the road, these late-night meals become the norm. All of a sudden, your system is overwhelmed with highly processed foods and is missing the vitamins and nutrients your mind and body need to function properly. And the reality is that many Americans don't even know that this type of diet leaves them deficient in several ways. For many people growing up, including love, nutrition education was boiled down to its simplest form. Eat what's in front of you or don't eat at all. People that know me know that I grew up in Detroit. It was a very poverty-stricken time for me. I grew up in the Brewster Projects. And so food was, my relationship was whatever was there is what I had to eat. So some days I wouldn't eat because we didn't have enough money for food. But when we did, it was a lot of processed foods, things that, you know, were inexpensive, so my introduction to food wasn't like a healthy introduction. It was basically eat what's there and eat to survive. Love says that even in school, any talk about a healthy diet started and ended with the food pyramid. Unfortunately, the original graphic published by the USDA in 1992 doesn't give nearly enough information, and there's no room to explain the nuances within food. This lack of education and resources made nutrition a foreign topic in Love's household. I remember one time we ate potatoes at least three months, all types, but it was potatoes. So it was mashed potatoes, fried potatoes, it was boiled potatoes, it was potato soup. It was like potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. And that was like my nutrition. So I just did not have the correct education growing up. It wasn't until after college that she began making conscious decisions about her health. Love's nutrition journey started during a period where she couldn't just simply hop online and find information with the click of a button. Thankfully, early on in her first career, where she was an engineer, she received health care through her job and was able to speak with a nutritionist. The nutritionist taught me certain things that I should eat and not eat, or she taught me the importance of food groups and things. And the thing is, is that back then, that was like the 90s. It's even changed. 
the thing about nutrition is that it changes constantly. So even back then, from what we do today, it has changed. And so I was learning all of this all at once. At the same time, Love's career was transitioning from engineering to comedy. Her life switched from a nine-to-five desk job to traveling the country for shows that didn't end until two or three in the morning. She began to notice that she felt more tired and sluggish. But after meeting with a nutritionist, she finally understood how her diet was really affecting her. One main factor that Love's nutritionist had her focus on was fiber. The one thing that she was always telling me was that you need to have a certain amount of foods for fiber. She kept saying fiber, and I didn't understand what fiber was. And then she said, you know, you can get fiber from your veggies. You can get it from fruits. You know, you can get it from beans, things like that. Fiber has become more popular in recent years. But Dr. Christopher Gardner, a nutrition researcher, says scientists in the field have been trying to stress its importance for decades. It's always been a high priority, partly because we have recommendations of 35 to 40 grams a day, and Americans get like 15 or 20. They get much less than is recommended, and they're constipated, and they have high cholesterol. And so they really have metabolic benefits, and they have benefits for just keeping your GI tract going and keeping you regular. Gardner is a professor of medicine at Stanford University. He says that while fiber is technically a carbohydrate, it's treated drastically differently in our bodies. Fibers are very similar in structure to glucose and fructose and galactose, but they have slightly different bonds. And oddly, we don't have human enzymes that digest them. And so since you can't break them into the smallest unit, you can't absorb them in your small intestine. Instead, the fiber gets passed down to your colon. So even though it's in the same family as carbohydrates, Science doesn't classify it as a nutrient because it's not absorbed. Because of this classification, Gardner believes that it's been underappreciated in the past. We used to think of fiber just as going through you. You eat it, it never really gets used because it goes all through your body and you poop it out, but we no longer think that. As more research is done on our gut microbiome, scientists are realizing that this community of microbes plays a big role in how we use fiber. Depending on what microbes you have, the microbes have the enzymes that will chew it up and make it smaller. And the microbes fuel themselves in the colon. That's actually what they love to eat. And here's the theory, and it's hard to get into this because there's a lot we still don't know. As they chew up the fiber, they will use part of that for energy, but they'll create smaller metabolic byproducts that might have two carbons or three carbons or four carbons that we absorb in the colon and they get back into our cardiovascular system so they are being absorbed. And the, the overall picture is it looks like a healthy high fiber diet leads to metabolites often called short chain fatty acids that we absorb that help improve immune function and lower inflammation. But if fiber is such a crucial part of our overall health, why are so many Americans not getting enough? Even Love, who was told to prioritize fiber in her diet, found herself not hitting the recommended amount, which is 25 grams per day for women and 38 grams for men. The answer is that life isn't always going to allow for the perfect scenario. For many families, it's easier and cheaper to buy processed foods rather than fresh fruits and vegetables. Working long hours also makes it much more difficult to prepare a well-balanced meal. It's not impossible, but it is hard. I rarely cook at home because I'm never at home. 
I'm usually traveling. I'm doing television a lot. And it's just hard to sit and be like, okay, I'm going to have an hour or a couple of hours to cook. But this is the thing. Even if I go out to eat now, I will try to find like a healthy meal or I'll try to go someplace that's the healthy place. But sometimes, like I said, you can't always get fiber from your food. And that's another thing that my nutritionist was saying is that sometimes you can't always get it. And when you start feeling bogged down, you don't feel good. It's like, what is happening? Love says the holidays only worsened these feelings. So like many others around the world, she entered the new year with a desire to get back on track. With fiber being a focus of her personal diet, Love decided to partner with Metamucil, a fiber supplement company. So I'm doing all these challenges. And so when I ran across the Metamucil challenge, I was like, okay, maybe it'll be something that's easy. It's a powder, you know, you you mix it in a drink and you drink it. And I was like, oh, well, maybe that'll work, right? While Gardner says the best source of fiber is through Whole Foods, since they include all different types of fiber, a supplement can also help keep your intake on track. And though we've discussed the role fiber plays in our health, it's important to know that not everyone can eat a ton of fiber right away. So for people who aren't accustomed to fiber, if they start taking in a lot, the microbes in their gut are a little bit surprised. Whoa, fire hose, what happened here? This is pretty cool. Where's all this fiber coming from? And it makes them gaseous, which can make them bloated or make them farty. And they say, oh, I don't like having all this fiber. But that doesn't mean you should stop consuming it. Instead, Gardner recommends gradually increasing your daily intake over time, which is what he does in his own research to prepare participants for the study. They'll say, ah, here you are, typical American. You don't really meet the guidelines. Let's have five more grams this week a day. And let's add another five grams and another five grams. And if you do it slowly over time, you're more likely to adapt and not have those adverse physiological reactions. So even though eating the right foods can be challenging, especially in a world of ultra-processed products, it is possible, but it's a decision that you have to dedicate time and energy to. And in turn, your health will thank you. What are you going to do to make your life better? You are responsible. I mean, we can have all the information right there that we want, but if we don't take it in, if we don't do it, nothing happens. You can find more information about Lonnie Love, Dr. Christopher Gardner, and all of our guests on our website, radiohealthjournal.org. For more behind the scenes, follow Radio Health Journal on Facebook, Instagram, and X. Our writer-producer is Kristen Farah. Our executive producer is Amira Zaveri. I'm Elizabeth Westfield. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal... Anytime you use a different tool, it naturally is going to change the way you think. Sometimes just because it speeds you up or slows you down, sometimes because it forces you to organize information differently. Why should students write their notes by hand? But first, do twins lack a sense of individuality? I was talking to this little girl, a twin, and she goes, it really hurts my feelings that my friends don't care enough about me to know who I am. All that and more on Radio Health Journal. I'm Greg Johnson, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. Bessie was getting press, but it was only from the black press. White press was not interested in Bessie. 
at first. Meet the first female pilot you've likely never heard of. Then. The space shuttle was always an experimental vehicle. And those of us that worked in the shuttle program were well aware of the fact that there were certain risks involved in every flight. The risks and rewards of the flawed space shuttle program. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. Thank you for joining us this week and every week as we break down the science stories you need to know. You can find all of our past segments and guests on our website, radiohealthjournal.org, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and X for daily content. And tune in next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal.